Julian. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's like four twenty-three or something. I don't know at this point. I think I've decided we're making it to five hundred. We'll see. Anyway, hello everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, lovely, lovely to uh, have you here. Thanks for joining me live, obviously on Twitch. If you are one of the YouTube thugs, uh, leaving a comment. Thanks very much. Appreciate you. Please don't, please don't uh, take without consent too much. Uh, if we want to my podcast hydro homies stay hydrated and if you're one of the people on patreon who support me i literally couldn't thank you enough hello everyone uh thank you for joining in live uh today we're having a bit of a chill day i've, ju- I've realized we've done like four shows in two days it's like they're like it's a lot it's a lot so i'm just gonna take my time this hour do some painting do some hanging out with you guys you know i like doing one of these shows uh they're super fun i've got a pretty cool painting project as well that i want to show you guys so uh, I'm excited for that, so we'll see what you guys think. Uh, I'll get into that in a moment. Uh, yeah, I'll show I'll show off right in a moment. Um, Neuroshock Stubbs, former YouTube thug turned Twitch gang here. <laughs> We've got some real names: YouTube thugs, the Twitch gang, uh, and then the Hydro Homies. Uh, it really, really works for me. Um, <laughs> how is everyone in the chat? How is everyone? Thanks for being here. Let me, uh, I'll take some questions as we go through today, because honestly, no idea. Let me, t- let me tell you what I'm working on. So I'm doing a destruction board for the TSN Arena, uh, which I know you guys uh, are excited to see all the, the, the boards. Me too, when I get them finished. So this is one of the things I printed out, okay? So oh, I need to switch camera so you can see. So you guys can see here, it's a, it's a Colosseum, right? So there are two cages on the end as well. Um, I've still got to clean up a bit of the... Uh, uh, the bits off the side and um, and uh, it's like I've got to like, like just neaten up some of this uh, I don't know what to call it flash I guess is the right word so you neaten that up right um, can't wait for Black Library reveal to outdo the 40k one oh baby it's gonna be so good uh, and also take a moment for the Periscope posse gone but not forgotten my Periscope crew gone but not forgotten so anyway yeah so so this is going to go on uh, a piece of terrain so like uh, let me just show you what I've done with this this is quite cool so I've based all of the terrain, as you can see here. So this is actually going to have a baker's house in here. Uh, but as you can see, it's just based on a bit of this. So this is what this is going to be based in. It's going to be like a, a closed off. That doesn't work. But it's going to be like closed off because they're going to be gates. This is where it gets really cool. So that's a bit of terrain. There'll be a coliseum. It'll be impassable. So you won't be able to go across it or go into it or anything like that. So it'll be impassable. But then inside the coliseum, inside the coliseum, is going to be these two battling it out. So there's a giant. So let me get a close up for these guys. A giant who's throwing a cow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Versus uh, a Colosseum. Versus this lady giant with this big stick here. So that's going to go in there. And then that is going to be the bit of terrain. And I think that will be just super cool for the live stream. So when we have a match, we'll be like, oh, they're going near the Coliseum. People are going wild. So yeah, kind of like a mortal combat stage. I think that'll be really fun. Uh, so today I'm going to paint up the giants. Although I've already decided I want to do the leather in different colors. I've done it similar, um, but I think I'm going to change that now because I think that's a bit too samey and a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit too uniform and not haphazard enough. So um, uh, is it a horse? No, this guy's throwing a cow. Look at this. So he's got a cow. And he's launching the cow. It's brilliant. Um, could we have a cow pen with a broken fence and a lowly cow elsewhere on the map? <laughs> what, like this guy stole a cow? Can I print another cow? As if he's got like a, like a pit of cows to throw. Maybe. That, that's good. Um, <laughs> like a fine horse pen, Dietrich. Yes, it would. All of you dicks. It would make a fine horse pen. Also, I didn't really like your terrain. I saw you paint recently. Um, uh, right, okay. Afternoon, everyone. So that's what I'm currently painting today. So you're like, why are you painting giants? Because they're part of the terrain piece that I'm doing. Uh, so I'll just get that in there so you guys can see. Not really happy with the them being the same uh, like leather color. So I'm going to change that up. I'm going to do the lady in a different leather color, I think. Um, although my, my palette seems fairly limited from the from the paints I have. My painting selection is paints to hand, and then <laughs> if I have to walk across there to look at other paints, I'm probably not going to do it. Um, <laughs> I'll start on the cow man, because that looks pretty good. I'm going to do a white cow with black spots. It's going to be very fun. Um, 
So do you think Games Workshop having their Black Library preview today will blow away expectations by showing no books and just like a bunch of models? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I will say one of the things that I think is a, like a positive on Games Workshop's part is of course models are like the models are the big thing obviously like the you know and i know black library makes a shit ton of money um uh so like let's not talk about how but like they make a ton a ton of money like loads and loads and loads and their sales have skyrocketed over the past like few years so there's not a real issue about like the fact that it makes money but i love that games workshop give it like the same um uh mental floor space having worked there and seen how hard that department do work um i think it's really really important actually that they do like a a black library you know they do the black library weekenders and they like you know they've got a whole day dedicated to black library today and you can kind of ask yourself you're like oh like they're just flogging me a book but i mean they're mainly just flogging you a book in every show but i think it's really important because it shows that it's a really important kind of creative element from them and it is very creative you know like it's authors and you know editors and stuff all working together to create a product so i think that that's really fantastic that they're that they put that level of effort in and they don't just kind of sideline it. And they really could sideline it, right? They could just, like, leave it. But they haven't, and I think that's that's really good. Um, Black Library will have a, a book trying to rewrite all the destruction law as why random demigod is suddenly having them all follow. Okay, so let's talk about that, because we talked about that a bit, like, we, I don't know if we touched on it yesterday or maybe. So let's let's go back through it. The suggestion, because, you know, you do the library act like I do, and then I started reading everything online. A lot of the conversation was, this is clearly just a Beast of Chaos model that they found, or that they sculpted, and they were like, cool, we're not actually going to do Beast of Chaos. And instead, they just retconned it over into destruction. That's an argument. Um, uh, thank you, uh, Marsh Malawaka. Marsh Malawaka? Marsh Malawaka? Thanks to you me being dumb for what's the damage on the cow uh utterly ridiculous bobbin that's the damage utterly ridiculous uh <laughs> um oh what's Dub says have they been smashing out the part of the last couple of years with black library they have they have they have uh especially working at Barnes and nobles part-time the amount of people that come and buy these books is tripled neuroshock Dubs, they've made crazy money out of black library over like crazy crazy money I think like doing the imprints and stuff is really good, but you got to remember every new person. See, it's massive for them. Every new person that they get into the hobby, they sell a huge selection of new paints. They sell new models. They sell new but they sell new battle tomes and, and and all that other stuff, dice and whatever. And then they've got access to all that black library stuff. So every person they draw in to the hobby for gaming has got like or painting or whatever it is has then got all of those audible credits have got all of that narrative to get involved in like that like it's really clever it's basically an infinite pool for someone to throw themselves into if they decide to deep dive into the law so i think like it's really important for them to push it because like you know you can only buy so many minis and stuff but you can really double down like uh, as a business you can paint your minis at the same time to listen to the audiobook so it's huge for them right um uh great model though uh was was this end the stream <laughs> uh, we peaked why have we peaked uh i feel a bit sorry for the host they know everyone was disappointed there was nothing they could do to improve the mood in the chat esmeralda uh good point um we i talked about this a little bit on twitter yesterday they really could do a much 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 better job of communicating uh, someone online yesterday said that their job is only engagement, and obviously that's really false. Their job is actually uh, to construct narratives and storylines and to engage the audience. Like, a salesman just doesn't just pitch up with any old product and just be like, here it is, that's cool. You know, they need to control the mood, like, everything around it, and they just don't think they did very good. Rob, uh, see, I think Craig Russell's always going to be hard for them as how you represent all the different varieties of destruction armies without it looking like a particular faction. But, like, I mean, it's not hard, right? You make, like, a big monster. Like, a centaur, specifically a centaur, is Beast of Chaos, right? Like, it's even based off an old Beast of Chaos model. So I don't really, like, no, I, I hear what you're saying, Rob. Fair, fair. I just think that, like, in retrospect, other people making the argument, because I do listen to other people's points of view, I know, 
shock. Uh, like, in retrospect, it does just look like something that they've just co-opted into destruction. That's just what it looks like. Um, uh, but I obviously could be wrong. No one will, and we'll, no, we'll never know. Color Cabbage, as someone who's been pretty pissed off by Monday, I came to terms with the giant centaur not being part of the centaur army beforehand. What got me was Beast Case not even getting a participation trophy. They said every faction would appear in the Broken Realms, and they lied to us. But yes, Skaven didn't appear as well. I think that's something that's really important. Chaos Wars, I know, they're not real. But like they, uh, they didn't appear, so I hear what you're saying. I think that's super fair. Beasts, Bone Splitters didn't appear, did they? Did Urux appear? Did, did Urux appear? I don't even think they appeared. Um, do you really think they repurposed Kragnos for Beasts? I think, if you held a gun to my head, yes. Is what I think. Um, they could just do any engagement Tarquin X. Yeah, I know. I know, man. I know. The thing is about the Warhammer community is it's a feral beast. Like, and it just wants it wants some leadership. Every community wants leadership. Like that's the really important point. And you would look to those Twitch hosts to be the leadership, like you would look to the company to be the leadership. And if people reject the leadership, that's fine. And people are going to. You're never going to get 100% of the people. But showing no leadership at all. A lot of people were saying that the Twitch chat on the Warhammer community thing was very toxic. And I'm like, well, what do you expect? They're, they're literally being ignored. Like, you ignore them about Curse City. You ignore them about the timeline for this thing. You you don't really give any justification for why you're producing um, campaign books when the codexes aren't out. Like, you know, when you when you don't engage with your community and you ignore them, what do you expect them to be super cool about shit like that's ridiculous that's not how people that's not how people react like especially when you come off as friendly hey i'm your friend if your friend ignored you when you were asking them valid questions you'd be like you're a bit of a dick man like so anyway i'll laugh hysterically if eventually a whole central army comes out that looks like kind of like kragnos is this a new destruction army gorka walker like yeah how would we feel if i get that it's beasts of chaos and it's inherently tied. I think if they did a feral beast-like army for destruction, I'm cool with that. You know, we could see, you know, like it's, is it weird that cockatrices and, and some of those other monsters? I mean, you could just do light and dark, right? It could be a range that you release for destruction, which is really like, they're just more animalistic and primal. And then there's another version where some of that has been coerced by beasts of chaos. And... You could just rate. You could you could release the same army models and two books off the same one, where you just like you like they're beasts of chaos or their destruction. You know they fought. They're 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 they're, they're they are a, a, a like a, a bestial army who's fallen to chaos. If you build them one way, and another one where they're just more primal and they're more destructive. Like I mean. If, I mean, Games Workshop, if you're listening, I probably should never have said this, but One Army, Two Books, their dream. Their dream. Imagine that. Imagine they could do a campaign book off it as well. Three books, one army. Oh, boy. <laughs> the intern furiously writing that down. Yeah. <laughs> Over the moon with that ears. Um. Rambo Scorer says, imagine they brought Marathi out with no other order gods and said it was an order to go, or was the order go everyone follows. Even if the snakes came out later, it would still be dumb. Uh, Rambo, oh yeah, I'm kind of with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like the idea that his people branched out and some became Kanothi oh, and other centaurs, says Rabid Bunny. So yeah, the idea is that there was like an ancient race of centaurs or centaur-like uh, people and then they moved on. It's interesting. It, it it's an interesting kind of uh, like because it's he's a weird model to create in isolation as well. Can we talk about that? Like they don't like one of the things that we know is they don't create models in isolation. Like you know, like I expect a Skaven rebrand at some point in the next few years, and the reason for that is that Warlock Bombardier. They didn't just say hey, just randomly make us one Skaven model. I think we'll see some more Skaven stuff. Same with Ogres. That Ogre Tyrant, you know, um, that we saw uh, from that box set. You know, they've started to have an idea of what they would want Ogres to look like in the future. So uh, I think that, I think I think that's going to be one of those one of those things. A lot. I think a lot of those test models. I mean, can we talk about how cheap they are though? <laughs> As a company, like one guy spends 
I don't know how long it takes to design a model. Let's call it two weeks. And I guess two weeks is like a big investment in time. Like maybe like, I don't know, whatever they're paying. Let's call it a grand over two weeks. Two weeks pay for a designer is a grand. You know, they've spent a grand on designing a new model. You know, they're like, hey, tell us what your Skaven might look like. Go do that. Then they go do it. And they're like, fucking box it up, boys. We can't lose a grand. We can't lose a thousand pounds on R&D. Get it in a box. Get it out there. <laughs> Book it, pack it. Fuck it off. Uh, <laughs> to quote Peter Kay. Um, uh, technically, uh, Dragon Ogres were just a race that was pushed uh, to chaos by Sigmar, does it sketch? I did not know that. Um, Beastmen are sort of above Slave Starkness and other Chaos factions. The true children of Chaos, unfettered mortal concerns. Destruction suits them in terms of their goals. Uh, that's, that makes sense. I appreciate that. Um, do you think Broken Realms has been cut short to make way for AOS 3? I don't think it's been cut short. I don't think that they would ever leave a book or some models on the table that they were ever planning to sell us. They'd sell us one. Hey, Neil. They'd sell us one every single day if they got the opportunity to. So I don't think that's the case. I just think, you know, we've got a very condensed timeline and then um, they need to make way for it because they've got to hit that Jan no, that June-July financial crossover point where they release the new game system. Um, and it's clear that we're getting a new edition because it's clear that, like, very much like with uh, 40K, it was clear that there was a lot of effort and time being put into 40K. This time last year, same again uh, for Age of Sigmar. So we might still see that announcement that week we might not um i wouldn't like i wouldn't be too stressed if we don't get it like you know it's fine um they've got a lot to announce this month anyway um and it will come so i think we could just be pretty chill about it to be honest like wow that's what i reckon sorry i'll try and make the paint this so you guys can see i'm i'm really bad at that like i know pro painters i mean i probably know just fuck about what i paint it but anyway anyway I'll do it anyway, just just in case one of you cares. Just in case one of you cares. <laughs> Morning, Coach. I hope you're well. Um, uh, Rob, what did Rob say? I just want to see destruction at the forefront of the next edition of AOS 3. Wherever the Saturday or whenever the reveal, I want their time in the sun. Coming from Lumineth player, I still want destruction to shine in the next edition. Um, I would agree with that. I think that they could probably do mainly death and... <coughs> Sorry. They could do mainly death and um, destruction armies for the next couple of years. And I don't think that that would overly be a problem. I think where the problem would probably lie is all the armies that haven't had an update for a long time. Like, but then, see, this is where it's, this is where it's, really, um, it's really hard to have this conversation sometimes. Because we all want all of our books to be up to date. But by the nature of their process... Some books are going to be years out of date and sometimes editions out of date, effectively. And what's wild about that is, you know, we kind of know that going in or like if you're new, you don't know that going in. So it's all cool. Like, I want new destruction stuff, of course. But, you know, with Keyword Bingo, that is the Gits book, I'd, I'd really like that re-looked at. I'd really like Beast of Chaos to be re-looked at as well. I think that that would be really, um, really useful. So... You know they've they've been languishing a long time, but then Nurgle. There's a there's a bunch of stuff that's been languishing, and I guess we're always in this kind of um, as a community, we're always in this really weird spot where we obviously want new things. That's cool because new things are cool, but also we don't want anything to languish too long and not get anything, not get an update, or kind of just be left out to pasture. And that's a tough one. I guess that's a tough one for them as a company. I think that's because really of the way that they do it. Um, you know, they could do it in more like cyclical cycles, like maybe they released, you know, three or four books at the beginning of a quarter, or I don't know, I don't know. But they're, they're on the system that they're on, and it's not changing. Um, big, sh uh, big, uh, hey Tristan, I 100% think Sally might be <coughs> Horus Heresy, sorry everyone. Ooh. Apologies. Yeah, well I think <coughs> uh, I am Andy Lister, hello, hope you're well. Hey, Sergeant of Wolves, I expect new Horus Heresy box to be announced. There's been rumours. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Gitli, will the giant for the Colosseum be an ice giant? It's just the cow doesn't look cold. <coughs> it looks Frisian. Oh, dear. Sorry, everyone. Uh, it's not the Rona. Um, mm. uh, <coughs> Do you think Soulblight will get...
super sorry. Okay, let's get back on track there. Podcast guys, super sorry about that. Don't worry, I'll edit it out. You won't have heard that. Um, <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Sylvaneth is an example uh, uh, to be cautious of wishing what, of what you wish for. That's a good point. Um, I guess uh, the point is... I, 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 the, oh, I don't know. I don't know what my point was going to be. I got uh, I got worried for you guys having to listen to me cough. Um, and yeah, Gitly, your pun did kill me. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so definitely books on the Black Library weekend of tonight. Um, should we talk about the disappointment of the 40k uh, stream? Uh, my friend Joe messaged me today. Lovely fella. Um, bit average, but really great. He messaged me and he said... He said it was really fun watching the stream yesterday because he quoted me and said, uh, I apparently said, it's hard to keep everyone motivated when everyone is disappointed. I think that's true. I think, again, it comes down to communication, right? I want them to communicate, hey, we're just going to do a bit of this and a bit of that. And you're like, cool. But when you hype something up and it's not that hypey, that's not the right word. It's not that big a deal. Uh, yeah, being whelmed. Um, have I got a horse hair in my throat? Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> uh, some people gitly thought that the the forty k stream was disappointing. Um, uh, didn't the new sisters book felt like the next release? Oh, thank you. That brings me back to my earlier point. I think the problem with the process of when we get armies and the updates of armies and also new armies is even more now compounded. The problem that is by the fact that we're getting books in waves so it's going to feel weird like you get your Sinesh book and then you then get your Sinesh book you get your sister's book then you get your son you get your sister's book and you know while your thousand sons like am i a joke to you like what the hell's going on you know like or why are you beast of chaos and you're like why or you maggot kin of nurgle you're like what the hell although they have had updates like more than once uh nurgle at least so i think um uh, i was disappointed by the forty show it got what it deserves <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh fun. That's really fair. Like <laughs> as much as I love getting a new battle tome, if I was a sisters player and then I had to buy another book less than two years, that's the first one, I'd be a little salty. Okay, right, okay. I let me ask you this question to the Twitch chat, because this is something like as a community I think we're gonna have to like kind of process and deal with, so I kinda wanna know where your thoughts are. We now know that the process is we get a book with some new stuff and then probably we'll get uh, the next wave of it a year somewhere between a year to two years later okay now that you know that are you less bothered now that you know that right because previously we didn't think we we didn't think that that was the process we thought we bought one and it was fine for a couple of years like that was good so i wonder what everyone else thinks like is it just because we're adapting to a new paradigm or is it because, like, like, because it's a, an emotion? Hobbies are emotional. Hobbies are emotional. Anyone who's online who's telling you don't be emotional about your hobby, yeah, is mental. You love your hobby. You care about your hobby. You're passionate about your hobby. None of these are logical thoughts. They are ensconced in, uh, like, emotional. You're going to be emotional, and that's super okay. Like, people should allow people to be emotional and, and lead with their emotions in some of these situations. You can think about them and be more reasonable in some situations, but, like, it's super okay. And and part of that is, as much as you're passionate, passionate can be disappointed. You know, there's the fans crying in the stadium because their team has lost. That's passionate. It's not negative. Yeah? Being pissed because your army hasn't update, been updated or because your army sucks, or because your army's too good and everyone's dogging on it, is super valid emotional responses, and you should be allowed them. I just want to be super clear about that, because some people don't like... And if you don't like something, that's also really healthy as well. You're like, that dragon fucking vampire thing, what the fuck? That's cool, and you're allowed to say it. And someone's like, I love that. You're allowed to say that too. Just got to respect each other's opinion on that. Um, not Chaos Wolves. Everyone has to love them, otherwise you're fucking wrong. Uh, sorry about that. I just, I just, there's a like, there's a lot, right? Sometimes being in the hobby and being with everyone, like a lot of people just want to push down everyone else's vibe. Everyone's like, you know, like, you know, people are like, oh, you're being negative. Like, you're not being negative, or like, yeah, it's just too much some days. And you just want to have, a, you just want to have a laugh. I just want to have a laugh. 
Um, so Coltrane says, you know what the real problem is with the SNESH book? In all these reviews, they bring in other books. Right now, if you want everything for SNESH, it takes buying five books before you can even buy a single model. And SNESH book released into that situation on purpose. Cold shoulder, I agree. Um, a Collaroo, honestly, I don't mind. £25 every two years for new stuff is okay. A Collaroo, I would agree with that. I think that, like, I don't mind the idea that there's going to be one book, then the next book. It's when there's one book, the next book, and a campaign book, I start to be like, mm, maybe hold your horses. Um... Uh, what's worse, not getting an update or finally getting one and it being terrible? Sylvaneth. Like, yes. Um, honestly, it does not bother me since I am an enlister at all. People just don't like change or uh, change on change. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I'm a Toon Kings into Nighthorn player, so maybe I'm kind of used to being sidelined there. <laughs> As we're older, I'm really sorry about that. Oh, sorry. Esmeralda. I think I've said that right. Um, Leo Crusher. Don't uh, want to buy an army worth of figures, then uh, another load a year. Yeah, I agree. Don't invest in half a book or a set of models. Tom Dix, fair point. Um, it's an easy. It's easy to tell others not to get emotional uh, about, you, but you're invested in it. Yeah, man, I'm invested. Like I'm invested, which is why I talk about it all the time. Right? I'm happy with my Nurgle book because I'm terrified that the Snesh guy wrote my <laughs> wrote my new book. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Nick, that was wrong. Honestly, I would be more pissed if I was a Beast of Chaos player or Sylvaneth or even more Stormcast now watching other armies getting a second book before we get an update. But we know Stormcast are waiting for that third edition book. That's 100%. Um, I've heard about Stormcast riding dragons. That's another little tidbit of, uh, of gossip I heard yesterday. So more on that uh, when we see it. Uh, gatekeeping people's emotions is still gatekeeping. Born again, man child. I'm with you, baby. Uh, good morning, Marty Ahoy. I'm not emotional, but my hobby left me for a better painter. <laughs> Pino says 12 to 18 months is fine for me, but would probably go to digital only so I have even more of a useless books I have to get rid of. Pino, I agree. I think digital is the only way to collect the books. Um, uh, Sergeant of Wolves, the vampire dragons are growing on me. I want to use a different palette on them, and I think that's part of the problem on Monday. Then go for it. I'm really excited. I think I think sometimes just buy all you serves. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things about um, the hobby sometimes is you see a model and you kind of try and justify it to yourself. Does anyone else do this? I do this. So when I'm watching the live stream, I see the model and I'm like, ooh, that's my first reaction. Ooh. And then like my brain starts to kick in and I'm like, do I like it? Do I not like it? Like what's my instinct reaction? And you kind of go on that. And then sometimes it builds up and it's like more positive and sometimes it builds up more negative. And I think in some situations it takes maybe one of your mates or someone. I think Logan was like, those fucking vampire models, gross. And as soon as he said it, I was like, like I, my, my body or my mind just agreed. It was like, yeah, they are. And I was like, cool. Don't convince yourself. I think they suck. Then we're fine. Blood Knights, yes. Zombies, yes. Skeleton Warriors, yes. Um, maybe New Corpse Guard, yes. The Vampire and Dragon thing, nah, get in the sea. For me, but if you love it, you love it. And that's great, and I respect you for loving it. Um, I don't mind new models, but when it moves into selling old models, uh, to then replace them with new ones is sort of shady. Some of the great, that's super shady, and I'm with you. Kregnos was meant to be the new Shart or the Executioner, but then they heard Rob says he'd like it, so they threw away their plans. <laughs> oh my god. It really could have been true. Um... Tom Dix, this last year has been far less exciting release-wise for both systems. Feels like they've, uh, we've seen all LRL or sisters, whereas a couple of years back, we've seen multiple different armies for each system got hyped for all of it. Aware that COVID is taking toll. I agree. It's probably hard to be hyped about Luminous Realm Lords and then be hyped again about Luminous Realm Lords. It's a weird setup to take people through. Like, hey, there's this thing. Get super pumped. Like, oh, awesome. And again. Oh, what? Um, so, yeah. Any release schedule is managed by the player base. Games Workshop just has yet to communicate what we, the paying customers, should even expect from them, so we are left guessing each release as T-Man Cash. We don't know what we don't know about in perpetuity. That's where the frustration comes from, I believe, and I would agree with you. Roadmap forever. Roadmap till the end of time. Uh, my issues with every 12 months is that in Australia, that's $70 more than double what you pay in the UK. Tarquinex, super fair point. I guess also I, I forget that sometimes. Like, yeah, it's £25 for me for a new Battle Tome or a new Codex. But for you, it's 70 bucks. Like, normally, everyone else around the world is paying even more. And actually, when I cycle back, because I did this the other day, I was like, £25 
for an expansion book because I like I, I I'm quite an avid book reader and buyer. So I'd go into like we have a bookstore in in England called Waterstones. Um, uh, so it's like yeah, just a big bookshop basically, and I love going in there since I was a kid. Just straight to the sci-fi section, and go read, and then eventually I'd like move around. I went to different stuff. Like best day you can have, right? Just looking at beautiful books and buying some books. And even then, I'd be like, like you know, I would fifteen quid for a book is like normally like a paper book, a paperback book in uh, for a novel in England is like somewhere between like nine, maybe like twelve pounds. Maybe the price has changed, but I think it's about that. So then double that. For a hardback battle tome with, is a lot of money. Like, it's a lot of money. Like, I, I think the price on that, we kind of forget sometimes that that's a lot. Well, I feel like it, it feels like it's a lot, actually. Especially with the volume you have to buy. Um, uh, it's like blowing your load and trying to stay hard. Stu Paint Studios is, that's the most accurate for, for ladies. Um, I mean, it works for ladies too. Like, Agreed. I've never agreed with anything more. <laughs> anyway, um, do you want Vampire Dragon Games or Russia? Why not both? Yeah. Uh, luckily, Russia exists. Dave Frazier, um, I agree and also love you, Dave. £25 to, uh, to Australian is $45, so not double, but still a good markup, says Wobbles on Riot. Okay. Um, for a book that you can only use, be used 80% for 12 months, £25 is a lot. Like a lot, yeah. Taco Next, I agree. I'm not. I'm not here to complain about the price. It just kind of like struck me the other day. hadn't really, hadn't really ever really engaged with the price point of the battle terms or the codexes. If I'm honest, I just knew that that's what they were. And then I kind of, I, I kind of wondered where they ever justified the price point for that. Because if you look at um, other game systems, or and you look at their kind of books, and you, you kind of wonder like at the price point for those. I guess there's a lot that goes in there. There's artists, there's the background writers, and then of course there's the rules guys. So it's a lot of people. Um, but an author spends years and years and years like on a book. Like it's kind of wild. I pick up like you know a human being's work for years, um, like on a novel. It's only you know nine or ten pounds, and I know they sell a lot of them. That's the point. And maybe Games Workshop don't sell a lot of the Battle Terms and Codexes, uh, but you know. It's just, uh, I just wondered about it, really. I kind of like went back to it and I was like, that's probably why, that's probably why these campaign books have match play rules in, uh, or rules at all. Because, you know, when we've been talking about just releasing the rules for free and just releasing the books, I guess they probably think that they can't justify, they, like, I guess it's the game design part that justifies the price point, especially if you guys look at the 40k battle terms at the minute. They're crazy, like, uh, that's a bad sentence to start. They don't have a lot of lore in them anymore. Not compared to what they used to have in, like, like, like a lot less. Like, if someone wants to do the math on it and tweet me or send me a message, I'd love to know. But, like, the old, battle, the, the old codexes had a lot more narrative in them than they do now. So, really, they're using the rules to justify the price point, not the story. So, I guess that's why these expansion books, we're seeing uh, rules put inside them. So that they're justifying the price point at the end of the day. Anyway, look at me talking about Gears of Business Practice, which is not what I'm meant to be doing. I want to talk about the other stuff, the actual miniatures, the rules, whatever. Like, I'm trying to talk about the, not the, the, the business stuff. Um, I know it's important to us as a community. And I get it. Um, I just, I just want to talk about the game. Because, like, we, like, we've, you and me, and you being a listener, a YouTuber, or a Twitch person, we've had this convo. We're the, like, I love you as a community. Thank you for being you. Thank you for coming to the show. We have this conversation time and again. And yeah, we don't all 100% agree on all of the finer points. But in essence, we get it. They're pretty bad at what they do. But they're also great at what they do because they give us a fun game that we get to play. Like, and I'm fucking super down for that. Like, like I'm down for playing games with you guys, having fun at events talking about the story painting some miniatures i'm really into that like i hope they get better i hope they get better i don't think they will but i hope they get better um uh rules should never justify the cost though they're all available uh on the os app says tom dix for free for a few exclusions and they still sell books that should be the norm tom dix i'm with you 100 percent uh cold shoulder says also vampire bat dragon lady is what happens when smash bat smashes with vampire <laughs> <laughs> and no, I will not be writing you that fanfic. I want the fanfic though. 
<laughs> Dietary, no food will be available. But I uh, at the TSN Arena. But one of the things I am doing is I'm writing up a, a locals guide. I don't know if that's the right thing, uh, like a tourist guide for people who come and play at the arena. So like just like a PDF of like pubs and restaurants that are really nice around Nottingham and where they're located and like times they'll be busy and stuff for people. Because I think that's one of the wit like the the things that when you go to like a, a tournament or a local like you know you're basically going to a new city you're like what's good you don't know it reminds me when i went down to london for the lgt owen who lived locally took us all out to this turkish restaurant and the food was muchos brilliant and the arena is located but there's a pub over there literally just across the the like i'm gonna say 45 seconds walk is where the pub is and that's great and if you don't want to go to that and that sells like real ales and a bunch of great food but if you don't want that just up the road is an amazing independent pub same thing other food if you don't want that, you just want a real ale brewery down the road. If you don't want that and you want an artisanal coffee place, two-minute walk that way. If you want a subway across the road, yeah, for the kids who don't want to spend any money at all, there's a subway. Like, but I'm, So I'm just doing a little like guide for people just to be like, you know, here's where it's cool to eat. Here's where it's cool to drink. Um, where's the local weather spoons? Classic. That'll be if the, any of the WS10 lot pop up. Uh, <laughs> I love those guys so much. Um, uh, uh, things to do to kill time during gaming says Dijon. Yeah, man. Uh, things to do during, to kill time during gaming. Oh, that's an interesting one. Uh, Umai is nearby too. Yes, Nikos. Can you get food, Nick? Can you get food from the one that's here, not the one that's close to Rock City? That's uh, international listeners. Like, what the fuck? Um, how much is coffee enough to deal? How much coffee is enough to deal with coming onto the stream to hear about Smash about smashing a vampire lady? <laughs> Good morning, W Soren from Texas. Uh, <laughs> oh okay all right uh how to avoid bow crime enthusiasts i'll put that into the pack um rob needs to get kickbacks from these companies uh, i just want people who come here locally i might make it available just kind of like rob's guide to nottingham because obviously people are going to come to warhammer world as well so i'm just going to do a pack like i live in the city center lived here well, most of my adult life so i'll write a bunch of st i'm going to do a kind of guide for people and then people anyone who wants to come to nottingham whether it be to warham world or the tsn arena or whatever then they've got a little guide and they can be like cool that's a nice place that's fun how far are you from rock city uh like a 10 minute walk not even that he's got to go across the square um and also yeah supporting local uh establishments as well that's all the things that'll be in the guide so um uh, hey savior anarchy hope you're well um, 45 seconds away pub is perfect for stepping out during the Lumineth Hero phase <laughs> yeah yeah it is uh, best jam sandwiches in knots there is a amazing um, deli um, near there's an amazing this is I mean podcast guys are like why the fuck am I listening to this there's a really really nice well, there's two nice delis actually uh, just up the road by the tram tracks like from here three four minutes walk maybe four minutes walk like not even that three minutes walk just it's a straight road straight up straight down uh an amazing deli and you can have all sorts they do like fresh cheeses and all sorts of stuff you can have like some really great sandwiches um uh you've got one of the oldest pubs in the country in nottingham yeah but unfortunately so it's cool that we have so he's talking about the old trips to the old trip to jerusalem which was a pub where crusaders uh, it's built into the castle wall or the bedrock, sorry. So Nottingham Castle, the reason Nottingham is situated where it is, let's go for this. If we're going on a fucking journey, let's go. The reason Nottingham is based where it is, it's on a hill, basically. And a hill, like, which is a big fucking rock, basically. Which is why Derby sucks, because it's downhill. So basically, it doesn't rain as much here, and it rains more in Derby. That's why it sucks, because, like, condensation, like, the air pressure lowers, and it all rains on Derby, which is great. Um... Uh, uh, Genix, I'll ask, answer that question in a minute if that helps you. Anyway, so built on a rock uh, because it was a castle. So um, where I live, I live on a road called Goose Gate. It was effectively a gate of the castle at that point, uh, you know, and all, all that sort of area. So there's loads of little, little gates um, around where there used to be old like castle walls and stuff. Anyway, the trip to Jerusalem is an old pub built into the bedrock of the castle where crusaders apparently would go and have their like last pint before they would go on a journey off to jerusalem or something i don't know why like whatever um but yeah it's like a, from 1052 or 11 something like it's old as balls um but unfortunately it was kind of taken over 
it was taken over by like a low, like a like a Weatherspoon sort of brewery. So it's like microwave steaks and and it's a bit crap, <laughs> if I'm honest. So it's really not very nice. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Darby. Thanks, chat. What up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Speckles. Get raid on. <laughs> I love that you know Speckles is from Darby. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's not like it's. You kind of say to yourself, "Oh, that's really cool to go to," and it's not actually that cool a pub um, uh, when you actually go inside, I guess. So it's a bit of a shame, and it's kind of like the arse end of nowhere. Um, uh, but yeah, th- there are some really nice pubs and restaurants in Nottingham so like there's loads of great opportunities so I'm going to put that in a guide for people I'll get back to Peter now and talk about Warhammer because that's too much too much local knowledge uh, <laughs> um, if I want to meet Robin Hood where do I go Bobbin actually so there is a uh, if you google it uh, there is a gentleman who does Robin Hood reenactments and takes you on tours so if you came to Nottingham maybe a day early on the Friday uh, there's a gentleman who takes you on a tour around Nottingham famous for its lace market they should put me advertising the whole thing. Nottingham Famous for his lace market. and It's all Halls of Justice as well, uh, both of which you can take tours around. Also famous for its caves, because Nottingham City Centre is built, like I said, on a giant fucking rock. So almost every pub, restaurant, house has got a foundation of like caves and a cave system. There's a cave tour you can take. It sucks. Don't take it, because you basically go around and they're like, in this cave, there could have been a tannery. And then you go in another empty cave, and it's like, in this cave, there may have been barrels. It's awful. Don't go on it. Sucks. But there's some really cool little things about that, like Rock City, which is like one of the biggest nightclubs in Nottingham, built on a bunch of caves. Um, so their basement and cellar is a bunch of caves. There used to be a pub across the road, which was built on the caves, and lads in the 80s used to go through the cave system to sneak into Rock City instead of paying the entrance fee. This is a cool little story for everyone. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, can we get, have Robin Hood co-commentate a game? <laughs> I could try, I guess. <laughs> uh, I went to a place, uh, in Knott's with Seb and had mozzarella sticks the size of a tire iron. Great time. Where did you go? Oh, uh, yes. There, there's a really great chicken wing place, um, called, uh, I can't remember what it's called right now, but yeah, really good. Uh, I'll put that in the guide. That's a great suggestion. Thanks, Colleroo. Right, uh, any beginners AOS tournaments planned at the TSN Arena? Yes, Maxi Taxi. There's actually going to be one in July. Uh, I'm going to do some dates and stuff later today. I've got some TSN Super Series stuff to sort after the show. Uh, is that why Games Workshop keeps sculpting rocks on all their bases? Makes sense now. Yeah, they're, uh, they're a little bit um, outside of the city centre. Not too far. Not too far. Like So it's just the city centre, specifically where the castle is. And if you walk up to where the castle is, you'll see it's like on the highest point in Nottingham. Um, talk with it. So getting back on track. Thanks. Please. Please, please, please. I would be happy to pay $70 if I knew I was getting quality, but that's not guaranteed at the moment with Battle Tomes. I'm scared to death that Soul Blights will be written by Bingai, and I basically have a dead army for years like Beast of Chaos. Well, Tarquin X, if it makes you feel any better, in a year or and a half's time, you'll get the other half of your Battle Tome, and that might not suck. So here's a joyous part about the new system, is that yes, Singai might do your book first, so then, just get that quick hour and a half, get that year and a half of gaming in as fast as you can. Because when the second book comes out, it might have been done by Singai again, but it might have been done by Bingai. However, if your, bin, if your first book was done by Bingai, then just paint your stuff up for a year and a half, make it look mint. And then, the next book, you've got two chances, is what I'm saying. So there's two opportunities. Um, yeah, there's two opportunities for your book to be good. Whereas previously, there was only one opportunity for your book to be good. So it's more likely you'll have a period of time with your army where it doesn't suck. Actually, huge positive. Huge positive. Um, uh, right, Colleroo, paint it while it's Bingai's book and pretend you're a long-time fan on Singai release. Nailed it. That's what we're doing. Uh, cold Shoulder, well, if Vampires is being, then you know what? I will die every game charging a rabid army of dogs as my opponent like Mad Men. Cold shoulder. I think it's in a beautiful army, and I hope it's. I don't care like if it's good or bad. I think it should be really fun. Save your anarchy. So Rob, I haven't been able to be in the past couple of days grinding uh, Destiny. Uh, super happy for you. So what are your thoughts on the previews? Uh, you see my ones great. Forty k ones fine. Like they were broken apart. I mean, I guess like someone said, like it's like 
if the Age of Sigmar stuff had been the Lumineth and Sinesh, like if they'd have done Lumineth and Sinesh as the release for Monday, I think it would have been the same feeling everyone would have had about 40k. Everyone would have been like, that's cool stuff, but I've seen all this stuff. Like, even though I haven't seen these models, I've seen this stuff. So I guess people want the new 40k stuff. I mean, people are still excited about new Mechanicum and new Orcs. So I think people are kind of hyped for that. Like I said on yesterday's show, I guess really, um, I, I, uh, the Book of Rust narrative I'm going to read this week, because I haven't read it yet. Um, because with the, the Blood of Fire, or whatever the second one is, and the fact that they're doing narrative trailer videos means that it means a lot to them. So I kind of try and I, I kind of want to try and work out where the story is going, like what they're doing with it, like what's their plan. Like they put Bellacore in there, so that's kind of an interesting take. Like they've just produced Bellacore and it's inside this, and that's where Bellacore's rules are. I think that's kind of interesting. Like, is this like a new way of them, like also putting out models and rules that don't kind of fit into the kind of grand scheme of things? So I, I, I'm more interested in uh, the story for that because I'd like to know what's happening. And I'm very excited about the Kragnos story. I think that's really cool. Uh, and I'm very much looking forward to that. The Soul Blight Gravelords, I, they've gone very twisted and weird, like almost like demonic takeover sort of vampires. I was hoping for more like feudal vampires. Like, I don't know, like I'm splitting hairs. Like, I get it. I get it. Um, but like, I was just very interested in the story. That's where I'm at. Like, I love the story. I love stories. I like competitive gaming. I like stories. So, that's why I'm here. Uh, will there be coverage of Black Library stream? Yes, indeedy. Look forward to start AOS tournaments. Where is the best place to find what's going on with uh, F uh, Fleo FTW? Uh, if you want to find out what's going on, where are you based, Fleo? That's the question. Um, I kind of hope for Legion of Shadow, Chaos Space Marines, Demons up by Bellacore. Yeah, but me too. Do you think... Uh, what do you think of a Beast of Chaos Army list uh, of one Bulgar, one Bray Shaman, and 300 Ungor? <laughs> I like it. I tested it on TTS and it fits under the current board size. Also, you can summon on more Ungor through the game. They can't capture a point if they can't get to it. I mean, it really fits into the theme of the army. Is there any way to make Beast of Chaos Battleshock immune other than just, like, hope? Um, uh, I like it, is my point. I would do... Is that Ungor Raiders or just Ungor? Because I would go for Ungol Raiders. Because they've all got shots. Like, how many Ungol Raiders can you put into your list? Because I think that could do work. Loads of Ungol Raiders. Horizons Lackey, an AOS Warcry, uh, Warhammer Underworld Soulbound player exclusively. Nice. I'm honestly starting to feel bad for 40k peeps. Uh, like, how are you okay with getting the same big shoulder dude over and over and over again? <laughs> big shoulder dude. Who do you collect? Big shoulder dudes. Which colour? That's exciting. I guess you got some random females recently, but really. Um, like I said, I really like the Sisters of Battle sculpts, the new ones that you've seen, specifically because I quite like the monastic vibe to them compared to, like, it's only really when you look at them and you go back to look at the Marines, you think, oh, they're kind of super soldier-esque, you know, especially like the Intercessor and everything else. I know with the Blade Guard, they kind of went a bit more like, they, they went back into that kind of vibe, but not enough for me. Like ATVs, Firestrike turrets? It's a bit like, I'm not about that, but like some weird shield and a mace, I'm down. So yeah, I can agree with your Horizons Lackey, but I think that's just because they kind of have to get it out of the way. I mean, the Necron smashed face. Great sculpts. Weird, fun, interesting, innovative, great sculpts. I'm assuming the the um, Orc stuff's going to be the same. So I guess it's just an issue of timing. I guess the preview and stuff yesterday just feels more samey because it's just more Imperium on quite a long period of time of Imperium. But then we might get... I, it's the same team doing the Age of Sigmar stuff who are doing the 40k stuff. So you feel that they're going to have to push the boat out at some point. And I think that they will. I think they will. Tyranids, Redo of the Eldar. Um, yeah, I think they will. Morning the Norn. I hope you're really well. Loads of love. Um, uh, I had a, a dude pump two whole units of Ungol Raiders into a Bloodthirst and do like five wounds. They're not stonks. I didn't say they were stonks, but it's so fun watching your opponent just eat shit as you roll a billion dice from your Ungol Raiders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
good sculpts, but I just can't keep getting hyped uh, for the same thing over and over again, says Rise of Mortarion. It's a good point. Hadn't really kind of keyed into the idea for you, because you guys are my like litmus test. So like, tell me you're excited about stuff. Tell me you're not excited about stuff. And like, and that's a really interesting place for me to be as kind of like a talking head, because I'm going through those same emotions or different emotions at the same time. Like, I'm excited for new Mechanicus stuff because I collect Mechanicum, but I'm mainly excited for the because st- I've got basically all the stuff that's rubbish is the stuff that I have, and I don't have floaty boaties or the 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 planes. Basically, I've got like some of the older stuff. So I really want the newest, I want the new Mechanicum book to make my stuff relevant again. That's what I'm excited about. But if you're not a Mechanicum player, it must just feel like another Imperial Army, I guess. And they had some new stuff pretty recently, last year. The floaty boaties and the Archicopters or whatever, they came out last year. So a new one must feel like, fuck, more of that, that sucks. Um, so I could, I could, I could, I can understand that, actually. So like, I'm biased in that situation, so I, I'm not feeling that same frustration others are. My expectations have been reset after yesterday's stream, to be fair, since it's redacted. Um, uh, the Orc Pain Boss is one of the best 40k models I have seen ages since steerage, so they can do cool models, but instead do a bunch of different dreadnoughts carrying power armor in a papoose. <laughs> so rare I get to say the word papoose, so thank you, steerage. Also, any of you who are leaving comments in the chat, any opportunity to use uh, a verbose word, please uh, give me the opportunity, that's fine. Uh, Owen, I'm burnt out, man. New edition on the horizon and the avalanche of models got me feeling a bit overwhelmed at the moment. Just painting for fun. That's my hobby. That's super okay. Like, I think that that's really valuable. I think for a competitive gamer like Owen, um, who's also a narrative gamer, because they're all the same, like, balls. Like, I could understand people's frustration at the minute with Age of Sigma or being burnt out because you're just waiting for the new edition so you can know what the land is so you know what army uh, i had a conversation yesterday with one of the guys from the super series who was like oh rob we're a bit concerned about the ban phase because like like if we have to buy some stuff so that we can make the the armies work really concerned about how it's going to plug into age sigma 3 so you know we're making smart choices with our money into our hobby it makes loads of sense and i completely get it so yeah like i can understand that feeling loads uh it's been great for one day to feel aos is getting more love than 40k if the surprise is third edition it would be great says the norm yeah yeah me too i mean 40k's had a lot of love like a lot of love like yeah i think the sisters of battle are clear clearly different to the marines but i guess if you're not into that like i was super into the horus heresy so I would just be like, like I would play my Salamanders versus someone's Iron Warriors. I'm like, oh my god, my Pyroclasts are so different to your Bolter squad. <laughs> if someone else looked at that, they'd be like, all oh, right, so the green dudes have got flames and those guys have got guns. Like, aren't they the same? And I'm like, no, they're so different. The Gene Seed, man. The, G- the freaking Gene Seed. Uh, <laughs> but if you're not into it, I get it. Like, I really get it. Um, I guess it's the same difference like when you see the Gobapalooza and you're like, oh, okay, so it's a bunch of little character dudes and then Nathan knows that Bogalai is very, very different to the Shroomancer and you have no idea what the difference is, like, if anyone knows. Um. <laughs> the gene seed, man, is important. The gene seed's important. Uh... <laughs> uh. <laughs> wow, my comments on the vampires were as rebarbative as they were scrofulous. Never said any of those two words in my life either, so thanks very much. Scrofulous. Prima, prima, I know for a fact you're going to be dogging on me there, so I'm definitely looking up that word. Appreciate you. Scrofulous. Um, literally relating to scrofula or tuberculosis. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Figuratively, figuratively or morally contaminated and corrupt. Shit. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I've not painted any of this fucking giant, um, but I have enjoyed talking to you guys a bunch, so thank you. Uh, it's been really fun. Really, really fun. Uh, Black Library stuff. Um, do we think we're done with Age of Sigmar this week? No. Will we be doing a Black Library review show tonight? Yes. Uh, will anyone tune in to give a fuck? Probably not. Um, is kind of a key takeaway. Is it important, though, to the hobby? Yes. Do I think it's important? Yes. Do I think that they could do better Black Library fiction? 
yeah, I really do. Um, do I think that they're going to? No. So, um, got Trek book incoming. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, check your oh I will do thank you very much Jackmaker ah uh, Bradley um, I hear that there is a new ADB Black Legion novel I might ooh okay uh, why did they get rid of Josh Reynolds maybe Savior Anarchy as much as he says it online maybe he was a bit of a dick I'm not saying where my sources are on that one um, but the company doesn't even comment when they're um, the comment the company doesn't even comment when someone like Duncan leaves who is clearly not a dick they don't even say like what a legend sad to see you go good luck on your journeys because they suck uh, as a company um but it you know if someone leaves because they're a dick they also don't comment on that so that's where i'm at um uh, ham's fan we'll get through it we'll get through it to later <laughs> uh <laughs> duncan did transcend he did um rob how do you feel about the editing now uh, what are you talking about, Tristan? What am I? Which editing is the question? Oh, oh. <laughs> Still think that they try really hard, but they're not given the resources to do a good enough job, Tristan. How's that sound? Uh... <laughs> hey, Gabawaki, what up? Um, uh, they don't even comment when their own products leave forever. People have no chance. Scott Brent, I'm with you. Uh... Uh, how's this one? Bray Shaman, one Doom Ball, three units of 10 on goal, 20 units of 10 on goal Raiders. Now you're talking cold shoulder. You are talking my language. That is perfect. I mean, a technado will be rough on you, but that's I'm all about that. That's the future. Anyway, I've done no painting, but I've enjoyed talking to you guys. I enjoy one of these days where we all get to hang out. So thank you. It means a lot to me. Um, uh, I'm going to go now because uh, I've got loads of stuff to sort. Loads of, loads of stuff to sort. Uh, and I'm a bad sorter. So... Uh, it takes me longer than it takes most people. Uh, we'll go raid someone. Had some real fun doing some raids recently. That guy that we raided yesterday. What a legend. Also, uh, we ra so we raided Forks Art the other, uh, the, a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you guys saw... Um, uh, hey, Chrissy, and woohoo! Um, and she was painting up like this beautiful pink Space Marine army. And then we raided that lady yesterday, or the day before yesterday, where she was painting up a Death Guard army, but all in pastel colours. And it's my dream to have those two play on the stream now. So I think, and I think they're both around the UK. So post COVID, I'm going to send them an invite. And if they can both come down, I just want to see Green Eyes. That's who it was, Gabawaki. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Green Eyes. That's who we raided. So I want to raid, I want those two to come and play at the TSN Arena and just have like two women play. Awesome. Super great. Yeah. To a pink pastel Death Guard army versus this pink marine army. And I just want to trigger the whole internet on that front uh, or games games workshop should do that should have them on we should just send them a message like love your shit let's go um esmeralda uh you raided me a few weeks ago i was so stunned i didn't even know how to react all about awkward <laughs> well i'm glad we did that's why we do it so everyone has a nice time and i like i feel like the community is getting a bit bigger because of it which i think is really positive um so it's nice to do some positive stuff um and stop being like the, the salt miner that i am um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, right, who should we go raid? Let's go raid. Uh, has anyone got a suggestion? There is. I like the button while they were fishing, uh, relaxing all day long. Invite game which was forever. It was great as a new streamer. They brought me here, so it's all good. Oh well, I'm I'm glad. Um, we named Green Eyes's play crawler. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> sodium free vibes. There's no sodium here. We're just all a bunch of legends. Let's go raid. Um, there's a there's a chap. What's he doing? Monarch first ed. That doesn't look. That looks. Get out of the Warhammer channel, you. Let's go raid this guy. Hobby chill and chat. And he's got five viewers, so this will really blow his mind. Um, Big Dino. How what? How do I? How do I? Owen, what's his? Uh, what's the Twitch? What am I looking for? Give me the. See me, Rob. I can see. I can see. Give me the Twitch handle. Give me the Twitch handle. Um, and I'll I'll put it in. Big under. Thank you. Big underscore Dino. Um, boom. We're gonna go raid Big Dino. Uh, that'll be really fun. Listen, if you've been tuning in um, live, 
love you appreciate you love all the comments it's really great if you're watching youtube thanks for being a thug and a gangster uh keep uh sipping on them 40s and popping them 45s or whatever you do <laughs> if you uh, listen to the podcast stay hydrated stay healthy you're wonderful thank you to everyone on patreon for supporting the show uh it means so much to me so brilliant right let's go raid look after yourselves i'll see you later on 5 30 uh before the black library i i fucking god knows how i'm gonna re react to that but we're gonna try See you guys soon and have a nice day.